Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. One eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. One eight hundred two six three two four two eight. That's the number to reach me. Your loyal guest host for this afternoon on the Roy Green Show, Andrew Lawton, in today across the Chorus Radio Network. The protest in Charlottesville was, as I characterized it in my column on Friday for GlobalNews.ca, was a basket of deplorables in the truest sense of the word. From the Daily Stormer website, which is neo-Nazi, to Richard Spencer's alt-right National Policy Institute, to the National Social Movement, the event's masthead read like a who's who of human excrement. Now, these fecally-minded people, that was, I couldn't call them the word I wanted to call them, according to my editor, so I use fecally-minded. If you use the synonyms, you'll understand what I was actually calling them there. I stand up for the right of these people to speak out, but I also stand up for the right of those condemning them and criticizing them. And a lot of the people speaking out against the white supremacy in Charlottesville and people speaking out against white supremacy yesterday in Boston were doing so because of a genuine rejection of fascism, of white supremacy, of the ideology that was so problematic. But many weren't. And I characterize one group in particular, Antifa or Antifa, which is short for anti-fascist, but it's quite ironic because Antifa is anti-fascist in name only. It is a fascist movement in and of itself. Its network of bandana-clad agitators has a history of violent rhetoric and hateful rhetoric. They try to shut down disagreeable speakers. They shatter store windows. They douse people with urine. They reject any individual identity whatsoever. They shroud themselves in communist regalia. Communism, by the way, has claimed, what, 100 million lives. But somehow it is deemed by these people morally superior to Nazism. Whereas I look at them, both as terrible. Both is reprehensible. And this is what Laurie Goldstein and I were chatting about a couple of moments ago. He said, I don't buy into this idea that the enemy of my enemy is my friend when I'm going to look and condemn and reject both extremes of this, which, as he noted, do meet. The extreme left and the extreme right do meet. And that is with a rejection of people based on something, whether it's race, whether it's class, or in the case of Antifa, they reject anyone that has a distinct worldview to them. So these groups are fascist, yet are rarely criticized as such by the mainstream left or media. And people will say rejection of Nazism, rejection of fascism is a noble and worthwhile goal. And by the way, I agree that it is. I agree that that is a very worthwhile goal. But the problem is that a true anti-fascist, which I am, would condemn the contact of Antifa, which I have. And I've been accused as a result of being a neo-Nazi myself, of being an apologist for Nazis. But Antifa's problem is that it views everyone on the right as racist or as a Nazi. So they have no credibility as an opposition to extremism because that group itself is extreme. And this is, I think, where we all need to condemn the radicals within our ranks. The right needs to condemn the far right, but also the left needs to condemn its far left. We'll go to Alan Barry on this. Al, you're on The Roy Green Show. Uh, thanks for taking my call, uh, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, well said by you and Laurie. My God, I've been losing my mind. Uh, it's, it's nice to have some sanity out there where some people 
been a trying oh, week oh, for those of us, hasn't it? Oh, ridiculous. And now they've taken it a step further where apparently anybody that's white and conservative, somehow they're trying to link that in with, with the, the white supremacist ideal. Uh, and, and also what bothers me the most, for, for the last six months to a year, we've been watching these Antifa types, you know, black block, whatever, and doing anything they pleased. And the cops standing down and they're smashing this and smashing that and hammering people over the head with sticks. And the media undercovered it, and they don't care. All they're fixated on at, at uh, Charlottesville was this handful of disgusting white supremacists. There was a couple hundred of them. You know, and so here we go with the Antifa can do no wrong, or they just don't report it, or they just ignore it. And apparently now the only person on earth that can be a racist, apparently, according to the, the, the thinking of the left, is a white person. Apparently is the only person now that can be a racist. Here's the and thing, you know, though, Al. I, I will say, look, 200 people in a country of 330-some-odd million is a small number, but I, I also don't want to understate the significance of that event. I mean, look, it's incredibly problematic when you have people that are that strengthened in their own resolve that they're going to march and say terrible things about Jews, about minorities, and do so with, I mean, tiki torches. They were, I think, used only for uh, repelling mosquitoes, but still with torches and, and signs like that. So I don't want to understate the significance of that. But to your point, I also don't want to ignore this other group that is similarly violent, similarly radical, and quite frankly, similarly fascist. Well, this is, let's, I hate to go down this road, but I just want to make one small point. Take, for example, some of the rhetoric of Black Lives Matter, for example. What do we want? Dead cops? What do we want? Dead cops and pigs in a blanket? Yeah. Now this business. Now that was completely ignored. No one cared. So they're, they're, they're talking real hate here, real death, death to police officers kind of thing. And everybody's going, oh, well, it's free speech. Who cares? So, I mean, they, 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 the left it just seems to, they don't care what the leftist groups do. And they're just fixated on anything that the other side, and they're both sides are wrong. Yeah, and this is why I've said uh, in the last couple days, and, and people have accused me, like I said, of being a Nazi apologist for doing it, but the right needs to condemn its radicals, and I think by and large we do, but the left needs to condemn their own. And some do, but by and large, many of them are silent. And I, I saw a CNN headline yesterday, which I, I just had to pull my hair out at. It said, Antifa movement, activists seek peace through violence. If your attempt at change has violence as step one, I'm sorry, but you're not seeking peace, and you shouldn't be given any credibility as doing so. Precisely, precisely. Appreciate the call very much, Al. Thanks very much for that. We're going to be talking about this double standard a little bit later on in the show as well. We're going to be talking about the immigration woes. But again, similarly, everyone is a racist. That's the response. That's the response when you criticize Justin Trudeau's open borders immigration worldview. Everyone is a racist. My friends, when everyone is a racist, when everyone is a Nazi, no one is. No one is. We should all condemn fascism. We should all condemn Nazism. We should all do everything within the fiber of our beings to condemn these things. But violence isn't the way to do it. I read today in the New York Post, a man was stabbed after a haircut because someone looked at it and thought it was a neo-Nazi haircut. Now, first off, remind me to never ask my barber for this cut, but he was stabbed. He was in Colorado, 26, not a neo-Nazi, but someone looked at him and said, oh, he must be, because he's got the Hitler Youth haircut, they said. And then he gets stabbed. Is this how we resist fascism? No, do not stoop to their level. When we come back, a look at what's ahead in hour two of today's edition of The Roy Green Show. I'm Andrew Lawton.